Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Welcome. Good hey, morning. I, I heard you last week, Johnny, trying to do the welcome to the oh. True Face Podcast. Oh, my. Was lost, that the most friend. butchered oh. piece ever? And that stayed in. Yeah. Oh, my. That, and, oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, I'm in. surprised yeah. if we have any listeners this week. We won't. You, you, <laughs> you looked over at me and said, what are, Why, you, what are you doing? doing? Yeah. Oh. And, and then he retitled the book for us. Really? What did I call it? It's the cure in parenting now. Oh, oh, oh God. Yeah. 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 That's, okay. That'll be the last time I'm hosting. Uh, yeah. Now, we love that all of us get to be here, including Ed Underwood, Both our men. good friend. Yeah, hey, good Ed. to be here. Oh, good man. to be with you guys. Dear, dear, dear friends. Amen. Ed is teaching a three-week series in Hebrews right now, in case you want to get it at Open Door Fellowship. He is yeah. just killing, killing it. it. Yeah. Wow. Just Absolutely. It is a privilege. What a warm place to, mm. to, to teach the Word of God. <laughs> Because of you, it's a little <laughs> tough on the old guy. <laughs> Why don't you sit down? Yeah, so there's been some of that. Yeah. Uh, Ed was for over 20 years the senior pastor of Church of the Open Door in Los Angeles, in the, near Azusa Pacific University, right in that area, yeah. and um, has just recently seen that succession to one of the associate pastors, David Anderson, now uh, uh, who is long time with Ed. Yeah, 20 years. He was yeah. with me the whole 20 years. Uh, was he really? Years. He wow. was our junior high wow. intern. He was a Biola student wow. when, he first, wow. when wow. I first met him. I love that. That's yeah. fun. Well, Ed and Judy now are taking most of their time on helping to develop authentic and encouraging leadership teams. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they uh, travel all around. We want you to know that that Ed has been a great help to a lot of pastors Ooh. who are either in transition, who are hurting, who don't know why their team isn't functioning the way it could, or yeah. who feel like they're in a plateau, or all kinds of, of, of reasons. And uh, so along with writing books, um, Reborn to be Wild, Born uh, to be wild. Uh, when, when God Breaks your, yep. your Heart, Path. Uh, trail. Trail. Um, path or the Trail. Yeah. The I just keep renaming books yeah. for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, two yeah. roads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so uh, if you went to recenteredgroup.com, I like that, That's recenteredgroup.com, yeah. um, there would be all kind of places where you can rummage around and just kind of do your own um, assessing. If you happen to be leading small groups or a pastor or you're on a, um, a leadership team at a church or whatever, uh, just to really encourage you that this, this hasn't been available very long, and yeah. Ed just started it. And so he and Judy um, can be found there on recenteredgroup.com. Uh, and and yeah. he's teaching, like, like hand in glove, what we value, what, what True Face has yes. cherished. And even if it's just a weekend of inspiration, if, if it's something to coming to a church and encouraging, man, very few people who do that. As well as you, Ed. Yeah, yeah and, you, and uh, yeah. you men in this room, um, John and Bill and Bruce, Dave's new to this, but for uh, the decades, the two decades I was at Church of the Open Door, we were a laboratory for these truths. I've lived them, and for Judy and me, it's in our heart to do for others what you men have done for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk about that, I'm sure, how you helped me in parenting along the way, but also I have it in my heart to be for pastors what was never there for me. Oh, amen. Being a pastor amen. is a lonely, 
lonely, lonely, lonely, lonely job. And so that's what Judy and I want to do with the rest of our lives. That's mm-hmm. recentered group. That's what we're doing. That's excellent. Yeah. Amen. And even if you didn't like Ed, Judy is worth. Oh, the yeah, she's way better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. covers a multitude of sins. <laughs> yeah. There's Jesus. There's Judy. Both days. <laughs> so we are in the Cure and Parents uh, series, or Cure and Parenting, if you would like it. The um, path of parenting. The path of parenting. There we go. Two roads of parenting. <laughs> Reborn to be parenting. <laughs> uh, so we thought, well, we've got Ed here. Let's uh, let's ask you. Um, some of the lessons that over these years you have learned and maybe maybe even applied these principles as a parent or parents um, in in your own parenting of your children, uh, you have three. Uh, I have three. They're all they're adult. I have nine grandchildren. Wow! wow. And I have uh, each of my children have received this book hmm. uh, to make them a better parent than I was. I wish I would have read it before hmm. I ever even. Uh, had a had the first child, and uh, I grew up in a time. I'm a Jesus movement convert. Judy and I both came from uh, totally pagan homes, and we just wanted to have a Christian home. And everything we read back in those days, it was all about the authority of the parent hmm. and not giving the kids space. And uh, there was no grace in our parenting hmm. to hmm. begin with. Hmm. A couple of men early on grabbed my life. One of them was Howard Hendricks. Wow. Huh. And uh, turned me around slightly. Uh, and I have a story to tell about giving this book to my son, but I'll let you guys yes. yeah, bring that up. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, these truths, the um, true face truths and that protective love aspect, when I was first grasping this and first using it at Church of the Open Door, I, um, I invited the men into my life, and I was saying, I want to be protected from the weaknesses that I have. And and the staff at Church of the Open Door, first they said, well, you're our boss. We're not doing this. I said, come on, I really mean it. I'm not. Anyway, once they felt safe, they spoke into my life. And I listed these weaknesses and these ways, and I asked them, you know, how would I undermine a relationship? And they talked to me about this. So I called my son, who was then, he's now a lieutenant colonel in the Army. Back then he was a captain. He had already been to war one time. And I said to this grown man, this man's man, I said, Son, I don't know if these guys are right or not. And here's what they said about me. And I, I, as I started reading the list, he just started laughing. Mm. <laughs> and he said, Dad, <laughs> these guys are so on to you. <laughs> and then he paused and he said, I wish you would have had men like that in your life when I was a little boy. Mm. Oh, mm. wow. Mm. Wow, that's mm. a great commentary. Mm. And so when I was in, my son is now at Oxford, um, uh, still with the Army, but he's getting, getting his doctorate there. And when I went to Oxford, I walked into the house. I led with this book. <laughs> and I said, Bob, I want you and Tara to read this. And he said, what's it about? And I said, it's about that statement you made, that you wish, um, this is what you will wish you would know when your kids are 30. Mm -hmm. Amen, Bob. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Good for him. Yes. Good for him. That's a great story. Thank you, men, for (laughs) rescuing me. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Uh, These truths rescuing me and your friendship. 
beautiful. The irony, too, of that statement that he made back then, uh, you know, I wish you'd had these men in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we all do. <laughs> We've got them in our life. We just don't access them or give them access yeah. because to, we, to us. We, nobody's told us it's yeah. part of being a Christian. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's okay to need others, oh. but we're not taught that. No, taught, especially leaders. Yeah, we're yeah. taught that we have to be for you. Right. And yeah. nobody that needs to be there for me. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Hmm. And when you say especially leaders, too, um, that same principle uh, has to apply to all of us in our leadership. Right. We just happen to be a planet of parenting right now, but, uh, but to leaders that have these men and women in their lives and yet do not give access, do not give permission. Right. So they, they are not protected. They, they've got, those lists are there. People know those lists, right? right. Those guys came up with the list. They knew right. the list. Yeah. But the leader is not protected because he's either, or she's either blind to it or doesn't know what to do with it or wants to hide it or something. Or because we're broken and, and every person we've depended upon has violated our trust. So we live hidden, and we won't trust. And if we don't, well, you, you all know this. If we don't trust, we can't be loved, especially in the, in the ways that tell us the hard things about mm-hmm. us that we can't know unless someone speaks. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's what everybody in the room's thinking. <laughs> and, and, and it's anathema to the gospel. Right. But sometimes it's the church, the community, that doesn't want their leader to have those problems oh, no. and, and doesn't want them to be known. Oh, so man, you got to dress so he, up for Jesus. Yeah. I remember my first couple of weeks. At church, I've always been a somewhat transparent uh, teacher of the Bible. My first couple of weeks, Church of the Open Door, this historic church, and I was talking about my struggle with anger. And I had two of the people who had been there, like forever, since Superman died, and, <laughs> and they came to me and they said, we do not want our pastor to talk about problems like this. Oh. And I remember saying this, but then you got the wrong guy. Hmm. I, I've learned through the truths of the, that you men have developed and built into my lives how to be even more honest and go beyond transparency. Yeah. Transparency is a trick yes. that communicators use to get yes. you to do something. Absolutely. But to be vulnerable, Amen. that is what I believe people are looking for in their leaders. Mm-hmm. So good. And we need you to, um, to live well, to be healthy, <laughs> and get out there as much as possible. Labors are few in this category. Oh, in this it's just, it and is, you see it all the time. So. Yeah, you would just say it's the gospel. It ought to be everywhere, but we so garbled it. Uh, we have. Um, yeah, it's our... Well, I share your passion to get that original gospel, the good news that we are new mm. in Christ mm. out there. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well, Ed, thanks for blessing us today. You bet. That story, we will not forget that story about you yeah. and Bob. That is a powerful uh, illustration of the core, uh, the essence of, uh, of this book. Yeah. So I would just tell people, get us. this book. Young parents, get this book. Mm. You'll be so mm. Thankful. If you're going to buy one book, buy this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Great to have you here, brother. Thank, Thank you. you so much, my friends. He's having a great week. You are. You're seeing everybody. So. <laughs> I am. It's great. So great. I am. <laughs> yeah. See you next week on the True Face Podcast. Thanks for coming.